You're listening to PlayStation Unchained. Welcome to episode 60 of PlayStation Unchained. I know we've finally reached that big 6-0, you know, that big one, that, that, that biggish numbering. Nobody wants to join us. Mike's out the strip club. Glenn is part of the internet now, somewhere. And poor Adam is ill, but it's okay. It's okay because if, you, if you're down on your luck and you're feeling down, sometimes it just helps to believe and in this case you've got to believe in Gary we've got Gary this week hello Gary believe hello <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome man nice little head away there <laughs> uh, thank you uh, so how are you doing today oh I'm pretty good I have a kind of a severe headache right now I didn't sleep well very well so but other than that I'm pretty good uh, not too bad in fact I've been not sleeping that well recently actually because with those recent streams I've been doing for the site my jaw was incredibly painful. I started getting painful headaches all night after spending that long talking. So... I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I kind of felt it yesterday when I did the Dragon Age stream. I was like, man, my I'm losing my voice now. <laughs> my throat is starting to hurt. Yeah. <clears throat> but we're here. But we're here. And we shall push on with episode 60 of Unchained. Again, I'm sorry about Mike. He's away right now, but he got me. I know exciting stuff so we'll jump straight into the news with some exciting news that frankly i'm looking forward to by the guy not here mike harridans uh playstation 2 ps4 beta still targeting 2014 launch uh the creative director matt higaby has confirmed that the game's ps4 beta is still on track for 2014 he also said that it plans to be 1080p's and 60 frames per second uh, as much as it sounds like we're blowing smoke, we're working hard to release a game that feels like a full-on console experience and not just like a port, he said. So it's taken us quite a long time to rejigger our user f- interface and our controls. There's a lot that needs to get done, but our goal is the end of the game. is to have our launch on the PS4 feel like a great PS4 native console game, not just a PC port, so it takes a while. Um, the game will also feature microtransactions similar to a PC counterpart, but frankly, what game doesn't consider having microtransactions um gary what game is this uh planet side 2 oh planet side 2 yes yeah are you excited then i am excited uh i played planet side 2 on the pc and (laughs) um i went in there not knowing exactly what was going on and there's just this massive massive map with hundreds of people just doing whatever they want it was extremely overwhelming but extremely fun I, i can't wait for it really Feels like what Mag should have been, in my opinion. But I looked at it. I mean, if they can achieve what they achieved on the PC version on the PS4, people are in for a treat because this is a fantastic achievement for any video game to have that many people in this massive map where people just do whatever they want. Supposedly, it's ultra textures as well from the PC version. Ooh, so, that's even better. So yeah, it's amazing. Um, so yeah. I hope that the beta comes soon. I am. There's much of 2014 left, so... Well, yeah. Knowing knowing Sony, they might announce it, the PlayStation experience. Yeah, starting... Maybe I should get it, hinted. Yeah. (laughs) Agreed. Um, Okay, so let's go on to some more PlayStation news, with PlayStation now getting Mass Effect 2 and Mirror's Edge. Uh, Speaking on the PlayStation blog, Sony announced that the PlayStation now will receive five new titles, a whole new five, uh, including Bioware's critically acclaimed Mass Effect 2. It'll be Mirror's Edge, Mass Effect 2, Dead Space 3, NBA Jam, On Fire, and Bejeweled 3. So he said each title's going to be rented for a week for roughly $1 per day, so that's $7. I don't know what that's worth in American money. I don't know how much, how much you'd normally spend on renting games, but that seems like a good deal. Um, Gary, would you rent the Bejeweled Free for seven dollars? <laughs> not, not necessarily. No, um, I would not. 
but but uh, to, to kind of uh, say something, uh, they've been updating PlayStation Now every week with the PlayStation Store. They're always adding games to it. They're just not announcing it in a huge post. Uh, you can't see it on on their blog posts at their on their blog sites, but yeah, every week they update it with about five or six games. So, oh, that's good. It's just the fact that with us not getting it, we I can't really. This is all my news. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm I'm still iffy about PlayStation now. Like it, it works great. Uh, they just added it to the Vita here in North America, so you can try it out on your Vita. Um, but just to me, the pricing is still not there for me, especially on PS3 games. Um, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, no, I'm still waiting for them to announce the the monthly subscription that they said they are considering doing. Yeah. So I'm hoping they are still considering that. No, to be honest, you rented Dead Space Three for seven dollars. That's still cheaper than all the microtransactions that are in Dead Space Three. So you get a good deal there. <laughs> It's true, and you can beat the game in seven days. Yeah. But, uh, okay. I don't know. It's it's still, in the long run, it seems cheaper to buy it than to rent it for a week. See, I'd, if it was PS4 games, I would say it'd be an amazing deal, because look at Assassin's Creed Unity right now. So buggy, so glitchy, so crash. If you if you could rent it for, say, $5 for a week, you'd, you'd be like, oh, look, this is broken, and then not buy it. It's a great demo service, but then I guess that's what share plays for. I guess. When it works. Yeah, when it works. Okay, let's go on to some new news. By Mike again. Bloodborne is pushed to March 2015. Uh, from Software's upcoming PS4 exclusive hack and slash Bloodborne has been delayed until March 2015. It's only announced. Uh, the game will now hit on March 25th and in Europe. And March 27th for the UK and Ireland. Uh, we are grateful for all the player data and feedback received from those who part, took part in our recent alpha test. And this extra demand time allows us to better integrate those learning into the game. I did give quite a bit of feedback for that alpha test. Very nice. Yeah. Are you looking forward to Bloodborne now it's been delayed? I Well, I was already looking forward to Bloodborne, <laughs> Bloodborne no matter what. Uh, I think it's a good delay, though. Uh, if you look at all the titles coming out in February, um, this is a, a very good delay, in my opinion. They they needed to make this one. I agree. Uh, as much as I look, look, I like the look of Bloodborne, I played the alpha, I loved it. There was already too many games out coming out in February that I wanted for me to actually want. Yeah, I want it, but with, with like four other games... In February, I to, I'm gonna have to give it a miss. Okay, so now let's go to some of that was surprising news. Actually, Just Cause Three announced for 2015 release. Yep, Just Cause Three already has a rough estimated release date. Unlike Final Fantasy 15, Square Enix, wink, wink. Um, <laughs> uh, Enjoy, uh, grappling hooks of aficionados just cause free in a long awaited open world action that sequel from the folks over Apple Studios officially heads to PS4 in 2015 uh, yep uh, there's not much to say right now because there's not much details yet um, but I want it I want it right now I wish I, I wish my wallet next to me because I'll throw it at the screen because that's how much I want it that's how much I want to want this game Gary are you as excited as I am? I'm very excited. Uh, I loved Just Cause 2. I, I did enjoy Just Cause 1 as well, but 2 was just so fantastic. Um, I think it's still one of the best open-world titles out there, especially when it comes to the uh, the run animation. I'm, I'm very picky about my animations, and that game had the best running animation I've ever seen. But, yeah, Just Cause 3, I mean, I think we've known for a while it's been in development, uh, with all the rumors going around, I think we knew there was going to be a third one, but it's nice to finally get a confirmation. I'm hoping that it's going to have some sort of co-op or multiplayer, because if you guys haven't played the the mod that released on the PC version of Just Cause 2, the co-op mo- multiplayer mod, it's incredible stuff, what you can do with two people. I agree. I, I, I didn't play it, but I watched someone play, and it was amazing. Yeah. Okay, so now let's go to the exciting news. People, news everyone's been looking forward to. 
I mean, this game is now in the number 10 for this week's chart for the UK. It's it's, it's Alien Isolation. PS4 update causes game crashing bug. I know everyone's excited about this news. Uh, the developer behind Alien Isolation is looking to issues with a game that have cropped up since the launch or a recent update for PS4 users. Uh, reports from the game have same games and game crashes later known as CE348780. From the recent patch of 1.0, just 1.1, just last night. I want to say this one thing. Um, my PS4 actually had an error downloading the patch. It it won't install properly. <laughs> I think it's not crashed the game. It's just literally the game won't even install the update. It won't even download the update. That's terrible. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, did- to kind of update that news, though, um, Sega has removed the patch. Uh, that might be why, why why it couldn't download it. Yeah, they, they've pulled the patch and they're working on a new patch that should uh, fix this patch. Okay, so, dude, I heard you like patches, so I put a patch on your patch to patch the patch. Okay. <laughs> While well, we're talking about patches, let's keep going on. Woo, patches. Uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare gets its first patch. Um, the first patch for Call of Duty Advanced Warfare has been rolled out today for PS4 and PC owners. Activision has only released the patch notes for the PC edition so far, but if you want to have a look, they're at PSU.com. Mike has written it up a couple of days ago. There's a full list, including fixed prestige reset issue, including emblems and challenges, uh, fixed round-based game modes, fixed double XP, uh, rest save game issue affecting playthrough progress. I just want to say this is kind of a lie because there's been like five patches already. I mean, I downloaded four patches on day zero. <laughs> I, I loaded the game up. This game has a patch. So I closed the game, downloaded the patch, which is 800 meg, loaded the campaign, played about half an hour in it. Well, I played an hour, but it crashed five times. And then I got to the fir- end of the first level, and then it said downloading the patch. So I closed the game, downloaded the patch. Then I loaded the game up, and then I did some multiplayer. And then it said downloading the patch. So this is definitely not the first patch. That is a lie, Activision. We're on like 1.5 or something like that. Okay, and let's let's talk about more patches. Um... Because that's what people want to hear. Uh, Assassin's Creed, you need patch to fix various bugs, including Arno falling through the floor. To be honest, that would, that sounds amazing. I want that to happen to me. Uh, our team has been working non-stop to get the patch ready, and today we can tell you that we're coming wrapping up this update. We'll be deploying it as soon as possible, said the company. Uh, Assassin's Creed units attracted a lot of platform gaming following its launch this week, with glitches and frame rate hiccups among the issues being reported. Yeah. It's quite a lot of bugs. It's quite glitchy. So broke. Um, I actually bought Assassin's Creed Unia, and I can tell you personally, it is quite, it's quite bad. I could, I had to actually physically, I had to quit the game to carry on with the main campaign because it wouldn't let me carry on unless I quit it because the game was glitched. Oh, so bad. Any, any. Any ideas about this patch? Uh, you know what I find funny is how they said being reported. <laughs> <laughs> These are things I'm pretty sure you saw happening when you were testing the game. And you still released it anyway. Well, the PS4 beta test for Assassin's Creed was two weeks. So mm-hmm. might not have seen it. Look, either you you have ten studios working on this game. They had ten studios working on this game. <laughs> Out of those 10 studios, you're telling me that none of them could have found all these bugs and glitches. Like, none of them have a testing division? Like, does Ubisoft even have testers, or, or what? Like, I don't get it. Well, as I said, there was, only, there was only two, I think it was two weeks, three weeks of Assassin's Creed Unity testing on the PS4. So what, they, they just did a beta, so other people... Look, yeah. I understand betas are nice to get feedback from, from people, but fact of the matter is, most of the people who play betas, they don't share any information for the developer to fix. They just play it because they get to play something early. 
Okay, they don't care about telling the developer, oh, this is broken, this has issues. And that's a fact. So, out of your 10 studios, one of those 10 studios should have just, in my opinion, been your testing division. I'm sorry, that, that's just ridiculous. 10 different studios, over a thousand people working on this game, and it comes out this way. That's that's a no-no. Maybe maybe because they had 10 studios, that's what caused the issue. Uh, someone <laughs> in the first studio saw, found the bug of him falling through the floor and reported it to Studio 2, who then reported it to Studio 3. They reported it to Studio 4, they report, reported it to Studio 5, that could fix the glitch. And by the time it got to Studio 5, it was Arnold gets to a chopper. <laughs> yeah, uh, they, the wording was probably so off they didn't even know what they were supposed to fix. <laughs> it's they 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 have Chinese whispers in Ubisoft. Yeah, they just like, couldn't work I'm, out. I'm sorry, but Ubisoft is one of the biggest developers out there, and when you throw ten studios into your game to make your one game, and it comes out this way, ten studios with four years of development, and you still couldn't release it properly. I just, that's just ridiculous. But, but it's okay, Gary. You can fix this game. You can fix this game, and you can help yourself in this game for for the small price of ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. And then you can buy some money, and you can fix the game. <laughs> they should. They'll have a microtransaction frame rate. Yeah. Like everything that they've done uh, has been terrible execution. I was playing it today, in fact, and I was looking at some of the microtransactions. You can pay a hundred and something odd Helix, which I think is about. You can have, I think it's about five hundred odd for about three pound fifty, so not many. Um, and a hundred odd will give you double health for five minutes. Yes. Really. Double health for five <laughs> minutes. Okay, if you're one of those people who bought that, who paid real money for that. You shouldn't stop playing video games right now. <laughs> you, you, you too can have double strength for three minutes for 120 Helix. You too can also buy all the collectibles to appear on the map. Uh, you too can also pay for weapons. Because why not? Can you unlock all that stuff without having to spend real money? Yeah, you can unlock all of it without spending real money. Okay, that's good. But the fact <laughs> that it throws it in your face as soon as you just look, load the game up. I mean, if <laughs> if you didn't have the option to see all the collectibles on a map without paying real money for it, then that that's just ridiculous. But you also that's... can't open certain chests without your phone. Oh yes, I heard about that as well. You want to open this chest right at the start of the game? Nope, you need to load up your companion app, do the companion missions... And then transfer the data from your phone to the Ubisoft servers. And then go to the chest in the game and open it. Enjoy. That's just sad. You know what's annoying? My assassins I got up on this game were level 8. I'd spent quite a few hours on this game to level, level them up and get some stuff ready for when Unity came out. And when Unity came out, it synced my game and it reset. It. So everyone became level 0 again. Wow, that's that's unfortunate. But but let, let's discuss it more when we go to the reviews. In fact, we're going to review right now. Right, that that's all our stories. Yeah, it's pretty much. There's not much news this week, to be honest. It's been a very quiet week of news. Oh, sad face. Yeah, no, it's been. Uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty quiet news. Well, there, there's a Tekken Seven trailer that came out. Yeah, but I think Mike would want to hype that up. I've got, I've got something planned for us in a in a bit. Okay, okay, okay. I've got, I've got a secret <laughs> secret plan. I'm All right, ninja in. Anyway, let's go to Unity review just because we've been talking about it, so we can blast through it. Uh, this was done by T- Tim Noons, if I'm rightly. Uh, Stephen played the co-op with him for a bit as well. Stephen's our boss man, so we can't insult Stephen. Um, the final word, Assassin's Creed Uni delivers a stiller narrative and a beautiful black drop for one of the palatable historical times in history 
were complimentary combat twerk tweets. I can say twerks. <laughs> combat twerks. <laughs> And the addition of co-op, Ubisoft has more than outdone itself in bringing dead in some. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't even know how you combat <laughs> combat work. Uh, beautiful backdrop, balanced combat, expertly crafted narrative. Uh, we dislike the odd frame rate drops. That's common. Or, uh, anyway, never get your hiccups and slight co- co-op lag. We gave it a 9.0, which is very high, very high compared to everyone else. Um, mm. And I think we've talked enough about that, so we're going to give it a miss now. Uh, the Hungry Horde Review by John Paul Jones. Uh, it's like a, a twisted undead version of Katamari Daman- Damasi. 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 Like Damasi. Like its name say, the Hungry Horde might not be easy on the eyes, but the combination of engagingly frantic gameplay and offbeat minigames are enough to recommend it beyond its rotting facade. Uh, sticker system is a novel concept. Minigames are varied and interesting. Nails, nails that one more go feeling. We dislike the jerky basic visuals, the long load times, and the not always clear how to unlock content. We gave it a 7.0. I, 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 think, I think we're about to reach the best review that we've writ- had written on our site for a long time. Uh, it's, it's, it's got 44 comments. It's published by EA. They get, it's Dragon Age Inquisition. Woohoo! Quite easily the best RPG of the year. What What was the reviews? What was it? A final uh, word? I, I don't remember. Um, let's find out. Let's find out. I don't, <laughs> it was written by Oh, who was it? I know, I know I believe in the person who wrote it, but I can't remember who wrote it. Oh, I believe in Gary. That's it. You wrote it, Gary. Oh. <laughs> I, I did write it. Yeah, you wrote it. Nevertheless, Bioware's four years spent, in develop, spent developing Dragon Age Inquisition has paid off as it is the company's greatest achievement. The expertly crafted a massive world meant for the explosion are just a tip of the iceberg. Dragon Age Inquisition is not one of the best games... Not only one of the best games to come out this year, it's easily the best RPG of the year. Uh, we like the massive and gorgeous world to explore, the meaningful consequences to your decisions, the diverse combat options for the series' variants. We dislike the minor bugs and glitches, missed opportunities for now, and the no storage space to store inventory items. We gave it 9.4. 9.5, I mean. 9.5. Yeah. Deserving so, Why? Why were you so enchanted? Enchantment about this whole game. <laughs> Enchantment. Enchantment. Um, you know, I, I mentioned it in the beginning of my review, or I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of Western RPGs because they kind of tend to stick with the same setting with this medieval fantasy like setting all the time. But when I first played Dragon Age Origins, um, when that came out, uh, like I was immediately thrown into that world and just it, 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 it was such a fun experience in my opinion i played on the pc uh which was a lot better than playing it on the console from what i hear from a lot of people um but it was great and then you know dragon age 2 came out and a lot of people had these issues with it well i had those issues too uh, repetitive dungeons uh they completely changed the combat system from the original game uh it became more action and you couldn't really play it any other way except as an action game now and like but then I got in. I got Dragon Age Inquisition, and every issue that anybody ever had with that game, or with the franchise in general, they addressed so so easily too. You know, the massive massive worlds or, or massive areas you get to explore. Uh, I showed it off in the stream um, yesterday that I did at, at PSU. You saw how huge uh, the maps were. Oh, they were huge! Insane. Yeah, I, I kind of I didn't explore all the areas. Um, I, I kind of went to three different areas just to show off uh, on the map how huge they are, uh, and even then I still hadn't explored all of them. But it's it's just such a massive game. Every decision you make has consequences. You know, like in in, in the beginning of the game, uh, you get you have to pick whether you which which side of the conflict you're going to go with. Are you going to go with the Templars or the Mages? And depending on which side you choose, um, it's going to have complete ramifications for all the allies you make, 
um, the way that the, your Inquisition and your party members view you, how the world treats you, um, just every everything matters. Uh, every little thing. You can say one small thing. I said, oh, I disagree with you know this mage's decision. And you may not think about it, but that mage may take exception to what you said early on in the game and do something pretty vile to you later on. You just don't know. Uh, so everything, every decision you make, you know, the, the, the two different combat styles you can play, you know, you can go and play the, the Dragon Age 2 style action-wise, or you can go and play the tactical style of Dragon Age Origins. You can play however you want. But it's just, it's such a fantastic achievement. And, you know, it hasn't had as much advertisement and publicity that I think it should have, um, especially coming out around the time that it is now. Uh, just, it deserves every every advertisement that, that it gets. Every publication that, that talks about this game is, is worth it, in my opinion. It's, it's easily my game of the year right now. And I, I highly doubt anything is going to beat it at this point. Pokemon? Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> nah, no. I must admit, I've got the collector's edition of Dragon Age now on pre-order after hearing how much you like it. Um, yeah. you, you saw, I was I played it for about two hours yesterday uh, on PSU stream. You know, I fought a dragon early on in the stream, which a lot of people were kind of pissed that they missed out on. Um, they kept telling me to find another dragon. I couldn't find another dragon. I wouldn't know where to look, but I know they're there. Um, that that one fight with that one dragon took me, what, like 45 minutes? Yeah, it took a while. <laughs> and that's how long it takes to take down these dragons. I mean, it doesn't even matter if you're maxed level. These dragons are really tough to beat, and they're super fun to fight. And as most of the, the enemies you fight in that game, they just, they're all unique, all different all require different tactics so yeah and again the game is gorgeous too i think i i kind of proved that as well just the spell effects look amazing the the particle effects the lighting everything is just fantastic in that game well i can't really can't wait for that game now after after everything i saw i'm gonna be i've decided i'm gonna be an elf because i can't be dwarf mage be an elf mage that's going to be ice and spirit based and then I'm going to be a necromancer where I can unlock specializations yes which will be later on in the game you can get specializations which are pretty cool yeah I looked into them the mage has I think it was like a knight type one necromancer and rift yes which allows you to, to kind of open up your own rifts and uh, suck demons into them and suck enemies into the into the void, that which is pretty cool. cool. <laughs> yeah, just just it's just such a great my my biggest my biggest issue with the game though is the fact that there isn't any uh, storage space where you can store items, um, uh. <laughs> which was like the worst. So everything you have, you either keep in your inventory or you sell. Um, later on, you can uh, unlock, depending on if you want to. Uh, you won't be able to unlock all of these, but you can unlock Inquisition perks. So you kind of have to pick which ones you feel you need the most. But you can unlock ones that allow you to uh, dismantle your weapons and equipment for more uh, rare crafting items. But, How big is your bag? Uh, it starts off at, I believe, uh, 60 uh, inventory items. Uh, but I've upgraded mine to 90, which I think is the max. Um, I haven't found any other way to, to upgrade it to more. So 90 seems to be the, the, the highest number you can go in your inventory. But the problem is uh, all your recipes uh, that you find, all your uh, schematics, um, crafting items, everything, they take up one slot of inventory space each time. Wow. And since you can't store your recipes and crafting items, that's a lot of inventory space gone right now my inventory is like 70 70 uh spaces in my inventory are just crafting materials that i found through the world which sucks that's insane <laughs> yeah there's a lot of crafting materials there is and i showed off crafting in, in the stream yesterday as well uh there's it, it's it, it can be simple if you want it to be or it can be really in depth uh if you want it, it just really depends on if you want to spend your rare uh, materials that you find to, to build the hardest and 
most expensive pieces of armor and weapons. But I do recommend it because uh, as I played through the game, I, I, I wasn't crafting as much uh, and I found myself dying a lot because the items that I was finding and the armors and the weapons, they weren't strong enough uh, compared to the ones that I could make at the time. So crafting does become very important, especially later on in the game. And I highly recommend everybody kind of get a grasp of it as soon as they can. That's good because I hate games where crafting is just as worse or worse than just as bad yeah not as good or just as badly as good as the armor you can find in drops yeah like uh early on in the game the the armor piece that i made um it lasted me for about 12 to 13 hours of the game because i I just lucked out on on the materials that i was able to collect and find and the recipes uh the loot is random in the game so i I was able to walk out and i killed a, a regular bandit just in the middle of, of the wilderness, and he dropped uh, a schematic for a piece of armor, which, like I said, I used for like 12 hours of the game because it was that good. So, well, I, I, can't, I don't really like random loot like that. I don't know. I prefer certain enemies having a chance to drop loot. Which they do. Uh, it just It's not always going to be the same items. Like bosses that you encounter are always going to drop a unique piece of loot which is a purple item but it's not always going to be the same um like say for me when i killed uh the bandit leader for example he dropped a blazing dagger which has a fire element attached to it which is burning damage uh if you kill that same bandit um you'll probably get a completely different item you'll probably get a piece of armor instead so uh, uh, that's good because i hate games that just have random loot (coughs) destiny (laughs) <laughs> uh, I, I, I like to have some sort of structure I think that's yeah, why I like Borderlands the pre-sequel because the bosses always drop certain weapons so you know that that's where it comes from mm-hmm. you just have to get lucky <laughs> yeah yeah. and I my, uh, even then you, you saw when I was playing yesterday you know, I killed a random guy and he dropped a rare piece of armor I was like sweet I'll take it <laughs> You know, like I said, I walked out on that schematic, um, but you can buy almost every schematic that you can find in the environment as well uh, for once you get into your uh, home base later on in the game. Um, you'll be able to buy almost every schematic, but they cost a lot of money. Um, so you're going to be have to sell a lot of stuff in order to get the money to buy all the schematics that you want. Uh, I wish the game was out now. <laughs> I want to play the multiplayer as well. The multiplayer looks good. Yes, the multiplayer does look good. Uh, I I am gonna definitely update my review once I'm able to play multiplayer on public servers, uh, just to see how it holds up uh, in the public uh, space. So stay tuned for that. But the multiplayer is very very different, very unique. It doesn't really follow anything of the of the single player, but um, it. it the, the the classes in the multiplayer are also different. Uh, you you start off with one type of warrior, one rogue, and one type of mage. Um, in order to unlock all the other ones, I think there's about nine different uh, cl- uh, classes and characters you can get in in the multiplayer. You have to unlock those through the single player by doing certain quests. I'm surprised you can't just do like Mass Effect where they came in boxes as well. Came in boxes. Well, yeah. Did you ever play the Mass Effect multiplayer? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, when you beat, when you you could buy, uh, like you had the bronze, silver, gold, and then eventually platinum boxes. Uh, when you beat a match, you got credits. You used the credits to buy the boxes, and the boxes came with weapons, uh, upgrades, and characters. Oh, nice! You could pay real money as well, or you could. Do, it took about two matches, I'd say, to afford the expensive box. So yes. Two or three matches, depending on how well you did. Mm-hmm. So, or you could pay real money if you wanted to. Nice. Yeah. See, there there is a system like that in place where you you, you can go and buy uh, items like that, like boxes, like you said. But I don't know what's in them um, because I can earn enough money when I when I tried a little bit of the multiplayer. Um, but. Uh, yeah, like you can craft your own weapons and items. Uh, you collect herbs and materials in the multiplayer, just like you do in the single player. So you can craft your own weapons and items as well. So 
the multiplayer seems a lot, a very robust. Um, just right now, I'm gonna hold off on until I get to play it with it on public servers. See how they hold up. I will probably spend money in it though. Real life money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because Let's see, they cook me probably. Well, see, so yeah, it's important to know, like, you, you, if if you pick a rogue in the multiplayer, you're not going to be a rogue, uh, like a dual wielder and and an archer whenever you want. You're not going to get skills for both. In the multiplayer, you get to either pick a rogue that's an archer, or you get to pick a rogue that's a dual wield dagger rogue. Uh, and that's the same for mages and uh, warriors as well. You can either pick a sword and shield warrior or a two handed uh, weapon master warrior. So. Unlike the single player where you can choose how you want your character to progress, that's not how the multiplayer is going to be when it comes to their abilities. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah I will plan to... I will spend money, probably. But <laughs> I'm going to do what I did with Mass Effect. I say this, but I probably won't. Every time a new DLC came out for Mass Effect, I played the DLC, and then if I liked the maps, then I, bought, I paid about how much I thought it was worth. Well, all the multiplayer DLC is free. Same with Dragon Age. Oh, you're talking about spending that money on microtransactions. Yeah. I would spend how much money I think the map pack was worth. Or, you know. Yeah, normally map packs are about seven quid, so I'd spend about seven quid on the microtransactions. (laughs) Because that's how much the maps would normally have cost anyway. Oh, nice. That's how I used to do it. Yeah. I don't know how how much microtransactions the game is going to have, so I can't really... Yeah, we'll see. Um, but while we're talking about remember to check out the gameplay video. I haven't actually watched it myself yet, but on PSU.com by Gary, uh, where he's showing off a bit of the Dragon Age. Yes, uh, I'm showing off uh, some of the combat, uh, a little bit of the exploration, and uh, shutting down a rift. Uh, these rifts open up in, in the world, and you have to shut them down. They spawn demons and other supernatural enemies to defeat. Uh, yeah. They're, they're pretty much side quests, but they're worth doing because shutting down uh, a rift gives you some pretty nice loot as well. So, Wait, do the demons constantly respawn? Um, the way it works is like you'll, you'll approach the rift, and the rift will have its own little health bar, and it'll spawn demons uh, depending on how hard the rift is. Uh, sometimes it'll spawn four, four spirits and... Uh, or something like that, or maybe six or seven demons. Um, once you defeat all those demons, well, each demon is pretty much a piece of the the rift's uh, health bar. So uh, the, once you start killing the demons, its health will start dropping up to the point where it's almost dead, and then you pretty much hold the X button and you shut down the rift, and it closes it. Um, I have I haven't left one standing long enough to see if it uh, revives itself and starts spewing more demons, but. It, it, it will constantly spill demons out up until the point where it has no more health. I was so. hoping maybe we found an infinite XP glitch already. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, as far as I know, I have not found any exploits in the game whatsoever. But don't so. worry, I'll get the game next week. Yeah, you, you tend to do those. <laughs> oh, look, I'm I'm under the mountain somehow. <laughs> Hello, Gary. That's how I did where it. are you? I'm in the sky. I don't know how. <laughs> ben is going to start running on water <laughs> uh, but yeah yeah uh, oh, that oh, just, oh, Dragon Age uh, I my, I get some cool stuff with the collectors as you know yeah uh, just give me a second but yeah the collector edition is pretty decent price if I'm right it's about $69.99 I think Mm-hmm. Um, it might be a little bit less than that. Uh, yeah, fifty nine ninety nine for the deluxe edition. Nice. Uh, you get an armored mount, some flame of Inquisition armor, some flame of Inquisition weapons, a red heart, a skyhold throne, and a bulk unicorn. Get a unicorn. <laughs> That's fair. I want a unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> And you get the soundtrack as well. Oh yeah, the soundtrack is phenomenal in that game. You're that that that's probably the best part of that. What you just said in that quote is that soundtrack. 
I'm more interested in the unicorn. Yeah, the unicorn is cool. Yeah. I want to see this unicorn. Uh, yeah, so, better every time you're running on uh, you're running on your mount, like a rainbow will appear behind you. That would be amazing. And then <laughs> in front of me, it would say "Believing Gary." <laughs> that would be good too. Yeah. But uh, I do want to mention also for those who didn't miss the stream, um, I'm going to try uh, and probably some of the staff will hopefully help me. I'm going to try to get uh, my fight with the dragon that I did on the on the Twitch stream yesterday. And post it in a, in a video for you guys all to check out for those who missed who missed that fight. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, I want it now. Why is it not Friday? Can I go, uh, I'm, if I, guys? I'm gonna go jump in the freezer. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> well, but if if you had uh, EA access, you'd be able to play the game right now for about six hours. Yeah, but after six hours, I'll be sat there crying, going, "I want to why, why, why is it gone now? <laughs> why?" That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, you get a, uh, you get a load of different weapons with the flame pack as well, so that'd be good. Nice. Uh, it's not a bad price to be honest, considering the fact that games are normally fifty quid anyway. Mm-hmm. They're expensive, so expensive nowadays. Now, we should also say the game is also coming out on the PS3 and 360 as well. So if you don't have a PS4 or an Xbox One or a high-end PC, you still have the option of buying the game on, on the last-gen consoles. Uh, and if you really want to spend more money, because why not, uh, you can buy the strategy guide for more money than the actual game. Yes, Dragon Age Inquisition has a super limited edition strategy that I, I believe it's like $130. Yeah, uh, I was surprised it was £130, but they've sold out. So, we, I don't uh, know. Uh, it, it comes with some specialized bookmarks uh, for each uh, region in the Dragon Age universe, uh, in the world of Thetas, and I guess some very unique pen. I don't know what the pen is for, but... You missed the best thing. I just realized you missed what, out. What it is includes it? free mystery bonus in-game items. Oh. I don't know what those mystery bonus game in-items are, but uh, it just says literally includes three times mystery bonus in-game items. Nice. So, trust me, it does look beautiful. If I had the money, I would uh, I would buy it. I would not spend money on a strategy guide that's worth more than a game. <laughs> it's, it's leather. It's amazing. It is made with oil leather, yes. That that is that's probably where the price is at. Those bookmarks are leather as well. Very nice. And a silver pen is a silver pen. A silver pen. Wow. I don't think it's made with real silver though, man. I'm sure it is. I'm sure <laughs> it's pure pure hundred percent silver. Don't don't spoil my dreams. <laughs> But yeah, Dragon Age Inquisition is out next week. Um, when 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 do you plan to stream it again, Gary? Sorry, um, just so people I, can remember. I I will pro- maybe I'll try to stream it uh, today uh, later on in the day. That's Friday. You guys won't probably read this. I don't know. No, this will be live Monday. So yeah, so so to, to add on that, <laughs> uh, I will I, I will stream multiplayer uh, when the game comes out on November eighteenth. So. Uh, stay tuned for that. Yeah, and I, I sh- I'll, I'll try and jump into his game. So you might see me. Yes, when Ben gets the game on Friday. Friday in the UK, right? Next Friday. Yeah, next Friday. That's unfortunate. You have to wait three extra days, man. I know. Or four extra days, Ben. As Europe only has to wait one extra day. That's terrible. I know. That's so terrible. Oh, so sad. What happened to Universal releases? They, they, it's a Universal wish. It's just the UK has to wait. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's uh, fantastic! I'm oh, sorry. Those the the three reviews. Uh, do we have any more? Uh, I think I covered the other route. We covered them all last week because we recorded late. Last, we recorded like on a Monday last time. So, so, so you got the tales of hearts and yeah, we got all that covered last week. Sweet sauce. Uh, they were good reviews and oh, oh, Dragon Age. Uh, <laughs> it, it's uh, definitely my game of the year. So um, 
this it's it seems to be my game of the year, but it's not out yet. So yeah, it, there, obviously there's still some games coming out. You know, Mario Smash Brothers is coming out next Friday. It's GTA Five on yeah. PS4. So there, there's still plenty of games to come, but so we'll see. But I don't, any, I don't think any of them are going to de- dethrone them, dethrone Dragon Age for me. You missed Pokemon. Yeah, it's not going to dethrone. I, I really can't <laughs> wait for Pokemon. <laughs> a, a remake of another game is not going to dethrone a newer game for me. Well, so. they've added completely new content as well. There's a completely new storyline at the end. They've announced the uh, there's going to be a, a TV a TV special spin-off, and once you beat the the normal game, you unlock a completely different side story as well. Wow! Yeah, with Mega Rayquaza fighting the Oxy. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see you, you fight in space, <laughs> and you get an actual little space helmet as well for your character. Nice. So yeah, but. The UK has to wait seven days for the game. Oh, sad. It got, it's a week later in Europe compared to North America. Mm. I mean, there's also Far Cry 4, but yeah. I wasn't the biggest fan of 3, so we'll see. I've got the special edition of Far Cry 4 in order, but I might get a normal edition. Yeah? The Cry Out edition. It comes with a statue. Oh, nice. Yeah, so... I'll... I'll, I'll that reminds me, if anyone does want to play Far Cry 4 and they're not going to purchase it, uh, please give me an email at ben.shillabeerhall.psu.com or contact me on Twitter, chili underscore UK, or PSN ID, PSN me at chili, and I'll give you a free cryout code if you want. Which you want. <laughs> if you want. Uh, because that'll allow you to play the game for two hours. Uh, without purchasing it, so and I get ten. You get ten of those keys when you purchase the game. So now I wonder how well that's going to work for them on launch day. Well, you just it should work fine because you download the game. Yeah, there's no. It's not like SharePlay where you're just hosting it. You just give the key and then, then they download it. Can you because... imagine like after two hours it automatically charges them the whole game? <laughs> It'll be like Plus, where it just disables it. Uh, that, that'd be good. I mean, if it, if it like automatically renews it and just like buys the game for them. <laughs> I still find it funny that honey badgers are one of the most OP animals in the game. Yeah, have you seen a honey badger in real life, man? No, I have not seen a honey badger. Do you have any idea how crazy that animal is? Yeah, but uh, still... Uh, that animal scares off lions and elephants, man. <laughs> uh, it's a true story. Go look it up online. The honey badger is the most fearless animal in the animal kingdom. That is... That's got the greatest <laughs> name ever. Yeah. I want a honey goat, though. That'd be, that'd be more fearless. Uh, you want goats. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Slightly breaking news about Assassin's Creed. Um, while we were recording, I got a text message from a friend... He he got the 130 quid edi- 130 quid edition of Assassin's Creed. By the way, uh, he got a message saying that it's broke already. Got stock on a church tower. He appeared inside it as the church tower didn't load until he'd gone to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, so he had to quit the game because he couldn't move anywhere because he was stuck in the wall. That's nice. Yeah, uh, so we're gonna make it a little bit uh, short this week. But, Gary, what have you been playing? Well, Dragon Age. <laughs> a, lot, <laughs> a lot of Dragon Age. Uh, over 70 hours of Dragon Age. Um, I've also been playing uh, Lego Batman 3, uh, Beyond Gotham. Uh, stay tuned for that review coming soon. And what else have I been playing? I don't even know. I think those are like, the only two games I've been playing. Uh, I'm jealous for both those games. Uh, I am going to get back into Final Fantasy XIV because I still haven't done the, the Shiva fight or any of the new content there. Yeah, um, I, I want to play it, but with all the games coming out, I've just been too busy. Yeah, there's just too many, too much stuff coming out right now. It's kind of scary. Oh, uh, the Mario Kart DLC came out. A Mario Kart 8 DLC. Oh, uh, 
I have been playing that. Uh, they added uh, the the coolest thing. Uh, well, they added a link into the game now. Uh, he comes with his own special uh, bike. Um, but the best part is they added the Excite Bike uh, track to Mario Kart from Excite Bike. Uh, if you guys remember that game, one of the funnest racing games ever made. So, yeah, great DLC. But it's I think they have like fifty tracks or sixty tracks in the game now, and it still doesn't feel like there's enough tracks. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> Gamers are just spoiled for choice nowadays. <laughs> well, uh, I, like, it's just so fun. You just want more tracks all the time. Sorry, but Mario Kart, man. Yeah, I must be. I love the Mario Kart games. Like, That's one of the reasons why I want a Wii U. Rage-inducing games. That game will break up friendships, but you love it. <laughs> uh, I just want, I want the Wii U for... The new Zelda game because they they, they, uh, they said that it looks even better than the E3 trailer, which saying a lot actually. Yeah, that looked that amazing. Was amazing. Yeah, I want Mario Kart. I want Bayonetta two. I want so many games for it. So, I it's, want that Mario Maker. I will make the best levels ever. It's one of my favorite. Con- like I said, if 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 the Wii U had the same amount of games or the same type of games. Or even the same games as the PS3 and 360, that would have been my console of choice from the start. Uh, I, I, I can't wait for that Mario Maker next year. Yeah. And go uh, make a Mario game. I'm going to make a level shape like a goat. I'll have a goat in the air. It's going to be the greatest Mario level. So, did you know? I think it was confirmed that Smash Brothers, you can make your own levels. Yes, you can. Yeah. Uh, they, they had it in the last Smash Brothers on the Wii. But it wasn't very good, <laughs> the the level maker. So hopefully this one is going to be a lot better. Well, hopefully they can take what they had in the first one, evolve it, and make it better. Yes. So, um, so yeah. So you've been playing Dragon Age and Batman. Yes, Batman. Uh, Lego Batman Three is probably the funniest Lego game they've made so far. I'm um, just saying I... a lot because I laughed so much about Marvel. Yeah, and this one is just absolutely hilarious. So, yeah, just just stay tuned for that review, hopefully very soon. They uh, had a collectible, collectible, collector's edition game where you got a Lego figurine with it. Nice. I mean, there's there's a mini game in Lego Batman 3 where you play Rezo Gun with Batman. Oh, <laughs> it's cool. it's pretty much Rezo Gun, but on the Batplane. It was awesome. But... but... What if someone parodies it and uses the ship crate and Resogun to make the Batmobile ship in Resogun itself as well? They're all creative paradox and the world will collapse on itself. <laughs> what a twist. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a fantastic game, so a four away go game and like it hasn't changed much, but it's still great. I, I still wish they'd had online co-op though. That's what's missing so much. Mm-hmm. The original one of the Lego Batman games actually did have online co-op, but they've only ever done it once. Oh, and they dropped it straight away for some reason. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah, it's annoying. Um, so, what have, what have you been playing, Ben? What have I been playing? Oh, I've been playing. I've been playing Tomorrow's Children. Yes, you have. Yes, oh, that game is just crazy. <laughs> Sorry, Gary, you broke up quite a bit there. What, what, what are you going to say? I say you've been playing it a lot, actually. Yeah, I've been playing it way too much. In fact, so much that the developers made a comment to me about it. It's always good to hear. Yeah, I, I responded. I asked them... Um, Basically, as you get as your city gets bigger, you, basically the game involves you helping everyone else online to expand the city and defend it against giant Godzillas and Mothras and spiders. Of course, there'll be more enemies in the game. This is just an alpha test right now, so it's, nothing's finished. Just like there's going to be a load more content in the game, nothing's finished. Uh, once you expand the town far enough, you, you get a giant robot in the town. Now, I thought... Oh my god, I have a giant robot. That will help me when the Godzilla attacks. So when Godzilla attacked again, I went to the robot and started pressing square button and hoping that it would do something. And then Godzilla just 
attack the town and nothing happened. <laughs> and then I contacted the developers recently because I thought this must be a bug, surely. Maybe maybe it's a bug. So I contacted the developers and they, they said, uh, I've got a giant, we've got a giant robot in our town. What bay doesn't seem to do anything? Is there any reason why? And they responded with, um, well, it's it's only for decoration right now. In the full game, it will actually do something. Just wait and see. So I said, thank you. And then I got a response saying, by the way, congratulations on getting to the robot stage already. Nice. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's I've, I've spent about 15, 16 hours this week on this on this game. Yeah, about 15, 16 hours. Wow. Yeah. In an alpha test that's going to lose all my data. Uh, I'm level 11. And I think I'm close to 12 now. It takes a lot of time to level up. Nice. Uh, but I do get a bit sad every time I log on and it says your town was destroyed. Even if it doesn't really mean anything, it's, it still feels like, oh, I spent, spent all day protecting that town. I go to bed... And everyone unless it gets destroyed. Sad face. <laughs> Never rely on other people, man. This is what happens. Oh. So yeah, I've been playing that. Uh, Call of Duty. I got that. Uh, at midnight launch. I haven't played it much. But I have it, so I've been playing it occasionally. Um, and the Assassin's Creed I got today. Which was last Friday. When this comes out future past um, yeah and I've been glitching that because I wouldn't say I've been playing it because of the frame rate issues the glitches the game breaking bugs the the all round the all round just breakiness of the game uh, I, yeah so that's 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 what I've been playing sadly mm. I haven't been playing Dragon Age <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we're going to wrap it up soon actually yeah, it's been a short episode but it's been a good one because we have the amazing Gary with us this week oh, um, so Gary how how can they contact you you can contact me on Twitter at Gagwalush that's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H or you can email me at Gary that's G-A-R-R-I at P-S-U dot com um have you got any shout-outs this week? Actually, I, I want to give a shout-out to Tim. Uh, Timothy News, man, that guy. Uh, not only did he take the time to edit my review of Dragon Age, but he also reviewed two of his own games that he was reviewing at the same time, um, which was Assassin's Creed and Tales of Hearts R. So that guy's a champ. <laughs> so I just wanted to give a shout-out to Tim just, just for that. Thanks. Wow. And I want to say my you can contact me at Chili underscore UK on Twitter, uh, Ben Hall at PSU dot com, Chili on NeoGaff. I want to give a user shout out to everyone on, on Twitter and people who come to visit my stream. Thank you for watching my stream. I had two hundred people at one point for the Tomorrow Children stream, which was nice. Uh, we also got a shout out to E Rock for watching Gary's stream. I know I said we'd give you a shout out, so. Here we go. Thank you again for appearing. Uh, I'll also give you a shout out on RDGH because you said you're a fan of that. Um, I also, before we end this, I want to talk about December. I know, I know December. Everyone, well, I, I guess everyone likes it, but me, I'm not a huge fan of it. But uh, people in partial, it's December, it's Christmas. Man, if only, if only I knew what was happening. Uh, just remember from the December 1st to December 25th you will have a chance to enter my competition every day I'll be giving away a PSN card from the 1st to the 25th December so it will be going Monday £5 Tuesday £5 Wednesday a $10 PSN card and so forth all way through every Wednesday will be a $10 uh, Fridays will be a free for all Friday normally there's a restriction on entering normally you need a 500 posts on the forum centre the the giveaway but for Fridays anyone can enter newbies or veterans alike and then on the 25th there'll be a special giveaway announced that will run from the 25th to the 29th 
And then on the 29th, there'll be another bonus giveaway announced. And that will run until the 5th of January. So that's a lot of prizes to win. Nearly $300 will be given away. That's a lot of money. Imagine all those uh, uh, those packs you can buy in Dragon Age with that amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or strength potions on Assassin's Creed. Oh, wow. You can buy all those strength potions. Um, and you can be thankful for it. I think you can be really thankful. In fact, you can be so thankful. So thankful that you got to thank God for me. Goodbye, everyone. See you next week. <laughs>